This is the Virtual Pause Podcast, a time to integrate body, mind, heart, and spirit, which leads to resilience and stability in our everyday chaos. This is your host, Angie Wynn. Yesterday at Easter service, our pastor was reading the, basically the story of Easter, right? And she was talking about how the, the women came to the tomb, right? They came to just mourn and grieve and then the stone was rolled away and they were surprised and what's going on. And these angels came over and said, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He has risen. And it really struck me that sentence, why, that question, why are you looking for the living among the dead? And I think about in my life and so many people that I know, um, how we continue to look for, for life among dead things. And you know, an easy, for instance, is um, looking for relief. And we look for relief through maybe drinking alcohol or watching Netflix, right? Looking for hope um, in places where there really isn't any hope, right? So looking for hope in um, sometimes our own brains, right? Our own solutions, looking for hope in things that used to work and don't work anymore, looking for answers, looking for purpose, right? So when you think about life, what do you think out about when you think about life? I think about relief, healing, hope, purpose, path, guidance, reconciliation, love, peace validation. And we look for those things all the time in, you know, our coping mechanisms, um, but also just in things that used to work maybe, but don't work anymore. And I think of social media as a big one, you know, when, when we're feeling lost and purposeless um, or we're looking for something even if we don't know we're looking for something, then we go into that social media world. And instead, what do we find often? We find ourselves comparing. We find ourselves not being validated. We might be validated for a minute, but then we're not validated, right? Um, it's like, what Facebook is, what have you done for me lately? Um, we're looking for relationship. We're looking for intimacy, all of these things. We're looking for ways of healing and it is noise, noise that does not give us life. And I've talked about this a little bit before, but wine has been a great companion for me along my path in life. And it has provided peace and a sense of relief and calm and sometimes normalcy when things don't feel very normal. But over time, it has 
not worked. It has actually backfired. And that maybe moment of feeling of relief or normalcy or peace or whatever I get turns into a night of pain because it, my system reacts so negatively to it now. And even yesterday I thought, okay, well, it's been really busy, really crazy, really stressful. It's Easter. And we all went to dinner and I'm going to have some wine because I think I can drink wine again. And it was in the middle of the day. So I thought for sure, no problems. I could not sleep. I mean, it is like literally my esophagus is on fire. Right. And you know, then lack of sleep keeps me from really firing on all cylinders and being able to handle stress and your and day and all of that. But it's so interesting how I think that there's, um, there was a coupling that happened with wine and stress. And so there's this either celebration or stress equals drink wine, right? And there are so many things in our life that provide this quick hit, this quick balm of peace or validation or whatever that quickly backfire or over time backfire. And it's this, you know, we're looking for these things. We're looking for love in all the wrong places. We're looking for life in, in death. And even things that look healthy, even things that might look good, looking for intimacy or validation in old relationships that really don't work anymore. Going back to our old ways of working or um, tapping into the well of old business situations, whatever, we just tend to, to, and the world does a really good job of showing us all kinds of ways that we can feel life, but actually it ends up not being true. And for me, I can tell when I start to look for life in places of death, when I am inward, when I think I can solve all of the problems in my head, when I'm reacting, when I feel um, a sense of stress or pressure, and then I take it all in and I'm going to figure it all out. When I don't rest, when I'm pushing through something, when I become a perfectionist, when I become very, very judgmental around other people and around myself. I think I've mentioned this before. When I get to this point, I will wake up in the morning sometimes, and then I have got a master to-do list for everyone in my family and how they are going to grow and be amazing people. And like, I get on it right away. And they're like, eh, that's, what are you doing to us? Right. Um, but there are these tendencies that I know when I go back to death instead of really looking for true life. So what is living? How do you find life among the living? What gives you life? And, you know, we keep going back to the tent every week because that's the place of surrender. That's the place of wholeness, place of integration. It's a pause, it's rest, it's surrender, contentment. It is where we can let go and be connected to ourselves, to the spirit, to the Holy Spirit, to God, to the universe, 
to our creator. And when you think about life, life is creation, constantly new generative creation where death is a stop, right? And so when we come with all of ourselves and we begin to push out the things that are death, then we can come back to a place of this generative, life-giving, whole person that we are and connect with God, connect with the universe and find that life again. So we'll work through the pause today or surrender to the pause today and look at where we keep looking at death for life and why we keep doing it. Fear, failure, rejection, abandonment. What causes us to keep going back to places of death for new life? So let's shake out the death <laughs> in our bodies and generate new life by through slight movement and moving our nerves and getting things active. So tall spine, inhale, bring your arms up, really loosening your vertebrae, stretching up high. Exhale, bring your hands down to heart center, round your back, chin to chest. Inhale, bring your arms up over your head, stretching up high. Exhale, bring your hands down to heart center, chin to chest. Inhale, bring your arms up again, drop one arm, the other comes over, so you're creating a side bend, stretch. Inhale, up. Exhale, over as you look under your arm, inhale and exhale. So you're really trying to open up your ribs. So by bending your side. And then inhale, bring both arms up, drop one, exhale over. Inhale up. Exhale over, hold it here, breathing in and out. And then as you inhale, bring your arms out, chest out, chin out, really arching your back. And then as you exhale, round your back, giving yourself a hug, dropping your chin to your chest. Inhale, up, open wide. Exhale, round your back, drop your chin to your chest, hang your hands down. And then slowly come up. So when you think about your body, I know for me, if I don't do some slight movement every day, then I just get more stuff, more blocked. And it changes my mood. It changes my emotion. It's The body is linked to the mind, heart, and spirit. So bring your hands up to your shoulders. Draw small circles. Make them bigger and bigger and bigger. And then stop and reverse. Small, bigger, and bigger, and bigger. Let's move our necks. So inhale, looking to the right as you exhale, holding your head here, breathing in and out. Come back to neutral, drop your ear to your shoulder, pulling your head if you desire. 
come back to neutral inhale turn your head the other direction and exhale inhale exhale here come back to neutral drop your ear to your shoulder pulling your head if you desire And then twist. So we're going to look behind our right shoulder and twist. So you can really feel your spine twisting, inhaling and exhaling. And coming back to neutral and reverse. Looking over your other shoulder, tall spine twisting, breathing in and out. And then come back to neutral. Just move your hands and your ankles, your wrists, your fingers, any way you want until you feel pretty open, pretty limber. And then when you're ready, just sitting with a tall spine. even be laying down if you want. We're going to breathe, but I want you to picture a bright light starting at the base of your spine. And as you breathe through your belly and goes up through your chest, imagine this light getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And then as you exhale, you're pushing out the dark, pushing out the death. So first exhale everything out. And then inhale, picturing that light starting at the base of your spine, growing, climbing up through your chest, through the crown of your head. And as you exhale, slow exhale, imagine the dark pushing out. Inhale, allow the light to come in through your belly, through your chest, up through the crown of your head. Exhale, pushing the dark out slow, slow, pushing the death out. The old ways, the stiffness, the habits. Inhale, allowing the light Come in through your belly, up through your chest, through the crown of your head. Exhale, pushing the dark and the death out. Inhale, light. Exhale, dark and death. And just keeping your eyes closed, your breath long and slow. Think about what is it, what life is it that you are desiring, that your soul desires? 
Is it relief, healing, guidance, purpose, path, reconciliation, hope, love, peace, validation, acceptance? Something else? Think about where are you looking for this life? What old habits, dead end ways, where might you be fooling yourself that you're going to find life, but you're really in a cemetery? How does that death feel, looking for life in amongst the dead? How does that feel in your body? What thoughts and images come to mind? What emotions come up for you? What keeps you looking in the places of death or life. Is it fear? Fear of failure, rejection, abandonment, lack of control, being made fun of, insecurity, disbelief. What keeps you from, what keeps you looking for life in these death places? And then think of a time in your life where you looked in the places of life for your own life, for your own hope, answers, guidance, purpose, love, peace. Maybe it's through your act of pausing. Maybe it's through nature, rest, surrender, initiative, courage, humility, forgiveness, being present. Where did life show up when you looked for life among the living? How does that feel in your body? What thoughts and images come to mind? What emotions come up for you? Can you remember that feeling 
when you start to walk into the cemetery, come back to how that feels. Come back to the promises that you've been given in your life, that you will find life among the living. What can you let go of to be able to let go of death? Now let's connect our souls to God, to the spirit, to the universe, to creation, to love. Come to the edge. No, we will fall. Come to the edge. No, we will fall. They came to the edge. He pushed them and they flew. As I read it again, what word or phrase jumps out at you? Come to the edge. No, we will fall. Come to the edge. No, we will fall. They came to the edge. He pushed them and they flew. What word or phrase jumps out at you? The next time I read it, what do you feel like your soul is saying to you as you connect with God, with the spirit? Come to the edge. No, we will fall. Come to the edge. No, we will fall. They came to the edge. He pushed them and they flew. What is your prayer or your response? Come to the edge. No, we will fall. Come to the edge. No, we will fall. They came to the edge. He pushed them and they flew.
As we go about our day, let's be aware and present and pay attention to the old structures and systems and habits that we go to for life. Let's figure out why we keep going, let it go, and go to life. Thank you so much for joining today's virtual pause podcast. I hope that you can experience some stability in the midst of chaos.